This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Ever since Ronald Reagan, American conservatives have been waiting, hoping, and praying for a constitutional conservative candidate for president to rise up and run for office. But even as the Democratic Party continued to veer wildly to the left, the Republican Party seemed to veer the same direction. The right was fed a steady diet of moderate, milquetoast, big government Republicans like George H.W. Bush, who gave America a massive tax increase after promising no new taxes, and mega-moderates like Bob Dole, John McCain, and Mitt Romney. In addition to not being conservatives, all four had something else in common. They all lost to a progressive Democrat. The one Republican in the past 24 years who managed to win the presidency, George W. Bush, gave us Medicare Part D, tried to pass comprehensive immigration reform or amnesty for illegal aliens, oversaw the imprisonment of two border officers who tried to stop an illegal alien drug dealer they shot in the butt, And, as he put it, I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But perhaps no one on the right ever expected the kind of candidate the Democrats put forward in 2008. One who had been raised and mentored by communists, who, in his own words, preferred the company of Marxists. To avoid being mistaken for such a sellout, I chose my friends carefully. The more politically active black students, the foreign students... The Chicanos, the Marxist professors and structural feminists and punk rock performance poets. Conservative Americans were shocked by these revelations about their potential president. The left ignored or excused it. Some claimed that even if he had those beliefs in college, he didn't now. Except that he showed us during the campaign in an unguarded moment that those beliefs were still in place when he cited his belief in the fundamental Marxist principle of redistribution of wealth. I think when you spread the wealth around, it's good for it. That line was part of a much longer conversation of Obama justifying to a successful plumber how he had planned to take more money from him and give it to someone else. To so many Americans, Obama's policies weren't just wrong-headed. They were devastating to the country as it was founded. Rick Santelli of CNBC famously exploded over Obama's plan to pay for some Americans' mortgages on the backs of other Americans in a rant widely considered to have given birth to the Tea Party. This is America. How many of you people want to pay for your neighbor's mortgage that has an extra bathroom and can't pay their bills? Raise their hand. How about we all? President Obama, are you listening? How about we all stop paying our mortgage? It's a moral hazard. <laughs> this is like mob rule here. I'm getting scared. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm a... Don't you guys don't get scared, get some Joe. Bricks and They're bass. already scaring you. You know, Cuba used to have mansions and, and a relatively decent economy. They moved from the individual...
individual to the collective. Now they're driving 54 Chevys. Maybe the last great car to come out of Detroit. They're, they're driving them on water, too, which is a little strange to watch. Uh, at, there at you time. go. Hey, Rick, how about the notion that... Wilbur pointed out you can go down to two percent on the mortgage. You can go down to minus two percent and still have forty percent, and still have forty percent, not be able to do it. So why are they in the house? Why are we trying to I keep mean, them I in the house? I know Mr. Summers is a great economist, but boy, I'd love the answer to that one. Jason, Jason, you want to? We're thinking of having a Chicago Tea Party in July. All you capitalists that want to show up to Lake Michigan, I'm going to start organizing. Meanwhile, Glenn Beck decided to show Americans they weren't alone and that we could band together in groups of like-minded Americans to make a difference if principles and values were at the core of the movement. Like the voices of our leaders and special interests and the media, they're surrounding us. It, is, it sounds intimidating. But you know what? Pull away the curtain. You'll realize that there isn't anybody there. It's just a few people that are just pressing the buttons and their voices are actually really weak. The truth is, they don't surround us. We surround them. This is our country. What sprang from all this was something Glenn called the 912 Project. The answers have never come from Washington. We weren't told how to behave that day after 9-11. We just knew it was right. It was the opposite of what we feel today. Let us find ourselves and our solutions together again with the nine founding principles and the 12 eternal values. This is the 9-12 Project. The movement Glenn believed had to be based in principles and values. Specifically, these nine principles. Number one. America is good. Number two. I believe in God and he is the center of my life. Number three. I must always try to be a more honest person than I was yesterday. Number four. The family is sacred. My spouse and I are the ultimate authority, not the government. Number five. If you break the law, you pay the penalty. Justice is blind and no one is above it. Number six. I have a right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, but there is no guarantee of equal results. Number seven. I work hard for what I have and I will share it with who I want to. Government cannot force me to be charitable. Number eight. It is not un-American for me to disagree with authority or to share my personal opinion. Number nine. The government works for me. I do not answer to them. They answer to me. And these 12 values. Number one. Honesty. Number two. Reverence. Number three. Hope. Number four. Thrift. Number five. Humility. Number six. Charity. Number seven. Sincerity. Number eight. Moderation. Number nine. Hard work. Number ten. Courage. Number eleven. Personal responsibility. Number twelve. Gratitude. These were the traits Glenn believed America exhibited on 912. 2001, the day after we were awoken from a deep sleep to find that 3,000 of our loved ones and fellow Americans had been slaughtered. The feelings that Americans had in the immediate aftermath of 9-11 quickly faded away, replaced by mistrust, division, and lies. Things had gone so far in the other direction that when Glenn pleaded for his fellow Americans to join him and became emotional over it, Nothing but mockery ensued. 
the real power to change America's course still resides with you. You are the secret. You're the answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love my country. And I fear for it. Reactions like this from the far left were typical. But that was the, mo the worst fake crying I've ever seen. Three different times within a span of three minutes. How absurd is that guy? How fake was that crying? Leftists who have never felt the deep love for this country, Glenn and other Americans have, can't comprehend the emotion. He kept going and listeners responded. Until a few months later, there was a 9-12 gathering show on Fox News with 9-12 parties held all over the nation. No matter where you are, from our studio audience here in Midtown Manhattan, to the sidewalks outside, to the people all over the country, just a few blocks away in Times Square, where there are people at viewing parties. They're holding regular, regular viewing parties, started with people and by people, just regular people like you, like Joyce in Melbourne, Florida, whose party grew so large that she moved it from her restaurant to the parking lot outside. To the gatherings in Noah's in South uh, Jordan, Utah. To homes in Golden Valley, Arizona and Brewer, Maine. To the garage bar in Columbus, Ohio. And virtually every small town and big city in between in this great nation. There are people gathering in ranches in Texas where some familiar faces have gathered to watch the show. To military bases in Iraq where real heroes have gathered. The movement would prove wildly successful and spawn multiple huge in-person gatherings in the coming years. We'll take a look at those next time. Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com.